Welcome to another episode of the Self-Doubt Solution, the show that helps entrepreneurs overcome the self-doubt that holds them back from achieving the next level of success, income, and personal freedom. The Self-Doubt Solution is hosted by the freedom architect, Mario Lanzarotti. Listen as Mario and his inspiring guests share practical insights and tools that help you find the shortcuts for exponential growth and success in all areas of your life. Learn how to build the mindset you need to create a life of true abundance, freedom, and fulfillment. And now, here is your host, Mario Lanzarotti. Welcome, welcome, my friends, uh, to the Self-Doubt Solution. This is your host, Mario Lanzarotti, the Freedom Architect. Today, I have a wonderful new guest on my show. Her name is Kato, and she is known to be an astrologer and a spiritual guide traveling the world to share the deep medicine through women's circles and retreats. Now, if you're thinking, hey, astrology, this is a business podcast, what the hell? Be patient, my friend, because she's going to tell you how you can use astrology to help you unlock the gifts that are connected through your soul so you can remove energetic blocks which are holding you back from really truly embodying and enjoying the most abundant life possible she makes the intangible things that we talk about that are difficult to grasp tangible and she helps you transform the mystical into the physical and through the lens of evolutionary astrology she connects you to your most authentic self the one where you don't have to hide, the one where you don't have to waste energy into being someone that you're not really are. That's how you're going to access unlimited abundance. And she's really helping you get a hold onto that soul's evolution. And we also got to talk about karmic lessons, which I'm really interested about to hear more. So you can live a most fulfilled life and attract opportunities that are in alignment with your highest self. Kato, welcome to the show. I'm really excited to have you here. Mm, thank you so much, my friend. I'm so stoked to be here today. Wonderful, wonderful. Kato, tell me, if someone is listening to the show today and is wondering, hmm, I wonder how, what can Kato do for me? How can I work with her? How would you answer that question? Mm, I love that question because I'm such a multidimensional woman. I mainly work with astrology, but I have so many different passions, uh, such as Tantra and sacred sexuality, but also conscious relating and nonviolent communication. So what my zone of genius is that is that I kind of like have found the common threads between all of these different modalities. And this is like what I love to share with the world. Um, but it was really because of astrology. This is when abundance will come to me. This is when abundance will start to flow. And what I noticed with astrology is that it's such a beautiful tool for self-empowerment, like how to bring you back in alignment and connect you to your innate gifts and talents and so on. And what I've noticed as well with a lot of my clients is that a lot of people don't know themselves and therefore they also don't completely accept and love themselves because they, there's just like a lack of self-awareness i guess mm. so in that way astrology can be that tool that brings more awareness because awareness is always the first step that's like 80 percent of the work right yeah. from there on we can start making choices that are actually in alignment with our highest self and that are actually serving us so 
when I work with my clients in my mentorship program, the first step will always be to look at their astrological blueprint, which is also called their natal chart, because that's where we all will see the potentialities of, the, you know, whatever is there, but also like the energetic blockages. So we first need to have awareness. And then like in these uh, eight weeks or 12 weeks that I'm guiding someone, I'll also use mushrooms, microdosing, uh, also known as truffles, to even like unlock even like, you know, deeper layers of limiting beliefs and self-doubt and all of that and then that in alignment um with the natal chart i'll help them i'll coach them on okay like what is in there and like how do we get there like how do we create your best authentic self and a lifestyle that like turns you on 24 7. and then alongside that i love to bring awareness around the next coming transits for someone so transits are basically how the planets are standing in correlation to your natal chart so in that way you can get an idea of like okay what will be the challenges and opportunities coming my way in the next coming months and how can i make the most out of this you know when there is a challenge coming that you're like okay what is a lesson behind this for me to integrate what can i learn from this how can i move forward right so i'm really here to empower people i love that like i'm a leo a leo woman so like i love motivating and empowering people and showing them like hey i created a lifestyle that fucking turns me on and i'm, I'm so wildly obsessed about mm. i'm here to show you that you can also do that it's not because i have something that you can't have it it's like let's rise together as i rise you rise and we rise together as a community and as a collective mm. that's beautiful and then this Thank you for sharing that. And there's so many things that I want to dive into. And, you know, I'm particularly interested in how you said in the beginning that what you're really helping people with is getting to know who they are. And mm -hmm. it's interesting because that correlates with my title, The Freedom Architect, because when I started the entrepreneurial journey, I thought that doing this will give me a lot of freedom financially physically emotionally mm -hmm. spiritually mentally and you know then two years later I was in, I was working seven days a week in New York City I was constantly anxious around money I was uh, never taking a break and when I was taking a short mm -hmm. break I was thinking about how to optimize the business and I was like this is this is this is a fucking scam you know I thought that yeah. I'm going where's to the freedom and that exactly right so so for me then I shifted towards really focusing on creating freedom and so i'm i'm curious where did kato have the pivotal point in her life when she was like this is not who i am i want to do something different in my life did you have an experience like that hmm this is an interesting question so there's a lot of things in life that i suck at that I still don't understand that I'm just not great at, you know, I still don't understand how taxes work and or how to do my laundry or how to cook. <laughs> but my zone of genius is definitely astrology and I grew up with it. So in that sense, I kind of discovered my purpose at like quite a young age, like I was 21, 22. I came back from South Africa. I was modeling at the time. I was still studying at university. Um, and I was feeling like, okay, something needs to change. Like I want to do something more f meaningful and like fulfilling. So de I definitely had that. And I was like feeling confused, but because I grew up with astrology and like my mom always knew my highest potential and she kind of guided me on that journey of like, okay, maybe you should go for a master's degree in communication sciences because I really think it would fit so well with your unique blueprints. Right. And it will open up doors for you in this and that way. So like, 
you know, we were having these conversations when I was like 15, 16, 17 years old. So I kind of like praise myself lucky for that because I feel like a lot of people don't have that. That has helped me to make alliance choices from a young age and start creating a lifestyle that I'm so excited about. So I think what I'm trying to say here is that my message that I'm wanting to spread out into the world is like, start young with doing the work and doing some soul searching and finding these tools, whether it is astrology, because astrology is not the only truth out there. It's a language that I speak. Mm. It's a language of my soul, but there's also human design and like the Enneagram and like all these different tools, whatever works for you. Like, I would love it if they implemented that in high school, for example. And that's like another big vision of mine <laughs> that mm. I want to change like the traditional educational system. But anyway, like my message is basically that I want to spread is like, start young with doing the work you don't need to hit rock bottom in order for you to realize like oh fuck maybe i should change something about my life or maybe i should start seeing a therapist or a coach um so you know like i also want to be an example that you can be young i'm 25 right now um you can be young and you can be successful and you can have it all in life it's not like either this or that. It's like, no, like, let's like, let's look at the ways of like, how can we create an end end story mm. and have it all because it is our birthright. I do wholeheartedly believe that. Mm. I like that. And I like, you know, you, you, you spoke about your mom as well and how she was a mentor from paraphrasing in your life and she guided you. And, you know, you said that you don't have to wait to hit rock bottom to, you know, un uncover who you are and what your life's purpose is. And I'm curious, why do you think people wait? Why do you think people wait for rock bottom to hit for them to wake up and say, okay, this life is no longer working the way that I thought it would? Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily like they're waiting. I think it's just conditioning and it's something that they're unaware of. Mm. It's usually like in our biggest storms that we are facing that that is like when we realize, okay, shit, like I'm suffering. And from that suffering, that is actually such a strong force to move forward and to wanting to implement change in, into our lives. Whereas I'm like, what if I told you that you don't have to go through these shitty times, which are like such big ego debts? I mean, they're inevitable, like they will happen anyways, but like we can make the most out of these faces in our lives. We're not supposed to be a victim. Like we get to stand in our power, in our authenticity. And, you know, I really believe that the power is always in our hands. Like we cannot control what happens to us, but we get to control how we respond to it. So how are you going to take radical self-responsibility for your own life? Mm. That's when it becomes interesting to me. Can you elaborate? What does it mean to you to take radical responsibility? Yeah. So when I fuck up, um, yeah, let's say in a relationship, I fuck up, I'm cheating or I'm lying or whatever. There's very like mm. unconscious behavior there because I'm trying to fulfill a need that is living inside me. Then taking responsibility is standing in my truth, communicating for my truth, um, and also reaching out for support like saying, like acknowledging, like, hey, I fucked up, like this and that is going on. Like I, like, you know, going to see a coach or a mentor, I've seen that that has been like the most pivotal moments in my life where I've grown so fast. Like those are like one of the key ingredients of my rapid growth, I would say, alongside 
uh, my courage and my like nonstop drive. But like, I really feel like the most successful people in life, they always seek out for supports, mm. you know, and looking at like, okay, how can I take responsibility in this situation? How can I make this right? How can I find forgiveness, but also for myself? And mm. how can I learn from my mistakes? Mm. How can I make sure that I'm not repeating this cycle? Right? So it bring, it's, it's all about expanding consciousness. And I'm, I'm big on this. Mm. This is why I love my mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> and plant medicine. Yeah. Tell me, so in, in what way does astrology come into play with taking responsibility? I mean, from what I'm hearing, you've had a lot of experience in that field. And I'm wondering, so mm. if I find myself in a situation where I'm not taking responsibility, I'm sort of reactive, I'm sort of blaming other people, yeah. blaming myself, you know, going into the victim mm. mindset, how can astrology yeah. help me come back to responsibility? Yeah, I love that question. So when I per, like purely look at the archetypes, each archetype of the zodiac has its own shadow side and its own scarcity mindset versus its gift and its abundance mindsets. Mm. So it's not really about like one archetype is better than the other. We all have our own shit. Right? So it's about acknowledging our shadows, right? I certainly and don't have any about... of that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> No, you're right. <laughs> is that the, wait, is that the shadow have... side of the Leo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say that. Let me have a look at your, your charts. <laughs> so, for example, Leo, because I'm also a Leo, right? Leo, um, the most like abundance state of being is like when Leo are standing in their creativity and their self-expression and in their leadership. When they are in their poison or in their uh, scarcity mindset, they're like like very dominant, very self-centered. It's all about them, you know. They they want to be on stage and they will do whatever it takes, you know. But like really like stabbing backs from people. Um, so yeah, that kind of stuff. So do you do you see the difference? Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. it's it's really up to you what your level of consciousness of like what do you decide? Like what side do you choose? Like how do you choose to operate? Right. right. So now that there's awareness of like, okay, hey, I, I do have this side where I'm like self-centered and dominant and where I want it all about me, 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 me. There's a big like me mentality. Well, now you can be like, well, okay, I'm aware of that. And sometimes it shows up in situations and then you can just be like, okay, um, I know it's there. I acknowledge it, but I'm going to choose otherwise. Like, mm. I'm going to stand in my power. And maybe because like our emotions, when we do feel strong emotions, they lead us to unfulfilled needs. So you can ask yourself, like, what need right now is not fulfilled? And how can I take responsibility for it and find a strategy to fulfill that need? Does mm. that make sense? It does. I, I certainly understand what you mean. Like, I always try to translate for for my listeners who might not yet have engaged as deeply into the world of consciousness and spirituality and mm -hmm. you know I'm, I'm wondering if you find yourself in a situation where you get really triggered well let's say you you know let's say you get anxious right you're thinking about you're looking at your your current month and you're like i'm not hitting my targets i'm not achieving uh the goals that i set out for myself and now I'm feeling really anxious, right? And I'm feeling like super stressed and I'm like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. What would it look like in a situation like that in a practical way for someone to come back into being in their power as you have, um, as you have described that? 
Mm. So when I look at astrology, I will look at the transits to see like, okay, what is happening this month? What is the focus? Because you have some months that are really great to put yourself out there to record podcasts, to make videos, to make a lot of sales, right? It's like high income months hitting your targets. And then you have also months that you're like, okay, this is actually a month for me to rest and to integrate and to slow down. And I kind of see it as a beautiful combination of the masculine and the feminine energy coming together in your business, mm. right? So strategy can give you awareness of like, okay, I know that March is going to be a bit more difficult for me because of this and that transit. And this is like what I'm here to learn. I'm going to fully surrender to that and accept because you cannot accept if you don't understand. So you first need to start with understanding. And like when I do know that there's a month coming up, then I'm like, okay, this is actually a push from the universe or like I'm feeling supported and helped by the universe to like, you know, quantum leap or like have like a really important month. Then I'll make sure that I'll plan ahead my offerings and my retreats and like my circles and whatever it is that I'm offering at that time. And I, I will be very uh, strategical about it. So I will align my astrological transits with my strategy. And this allows me to consciously co-create with the universe. Mm. Now, so this is one strategy that I use for myself. And this is how I kind of could uh, predict this year when my high income months would be and when I would hit like 10K Euro months. Mm -hmm. And when I would know like, okay, this is more a month to chill and actually be more in my feminine essence and like, mm. you know, uh, focus on my self-care practices because it's so important in business as you know like you can't be constantly in that hustle hustle mode and like go 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 getter because I also have it right I, I yeah. share that with you as well so I like I need to remind myself of like okay abundance actually starts to flow more when I'm operating more for my feminine essence I'm spending time in nature when I'm you know focusing on my self-pleasuring on making nourishing meals I'm being like really like soft and gentle with myself mm. so trying to find a balance between those two or like kind of like integrating those two just having more awareness about it basically that has helped me a lot and then a last tool that I want to share which I started doing uh, this year is EFT tapping mm, yes yeah, is this something you're also already doing, or is it I'm not actively pra uh, practicing, but I've I've done it a couple times, and I'm very aware of it. Yeah, yeah. So that has been huge for me. So what I would do, because obviously I, I, I mean, I do. I'm like someone who's quite confident, especially like with that Leo energy. But obviously, I'm full of like self doubt, just like anyone else. Like what I would do, kind of practice is like write down all my limiting beliefs, disempowering stories of like, I'm not worthy to receive this amount of money or like, I'm not good enough. I'm not knowledgeable enough, whatever the story is, I'll write it down and then I'll start tapping on it because these points on our body, these are meridian points. And I, I notice myself calming down afterwards I do it and it just feels so good. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm back connected to myself. I'm back like in my center. And from there, it's so much easier to put myself out there. Cause like I have a rule with myself that I, I won't put myself out there on social media if I'm not feeling like it. Cause people feel that energy. Mm. They can pick up on that energy. So like, I'll make sure that like I'm aligned and that I feel calm and, and centered and grounded. And then the results are just so much different that I see being reflected in my external reality. I love that. And, 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 you know, you brought up a couple of things that I want to 
go a little bit back. First of all, you said you were talking about how you are doing this for yourself, and I'm assuming also for other people, how you're combining astrology and business strategy, how you're actually looking at, you know, sort of, I'm not very um, well worse with this, so please uh, if, uh, bear with me. Like if I'm hearing mm -hmm. your, right, your navel chart, right, you're laying that out and you're looking at sort of like, okay, the month of, what do we have, November, right? So November mm -hmm. might be a golden month for you. So go out there, you know, approach clients, invite them into your offer, focus on, you know, being out there because it will be a very prosperous month. And then you might be yeah. finding out that in December, it's not a month for you to do that. In December, it's a month mm -hmm. for you to come home to yourself. It's it's about nurturing yourself. It's about spending time in nature, maybe, you know, making a priority more to spend time with friends, you know. And when you do that, yeah from my own understanding that sort of helps you to actually create more success in the business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's a reason, like, I mean, I have my business for two and a half years and it's going really well. Like that's quite rare, but it's because I've got all these different tools in my toolbox, which help me to strengthen my, yeah, just myself and like who, how I'm showing up in my business like the business is kind of like a vehicle for spiritual growth just mm. as our relationships are yeah so i'm really making sure that i'm showing up in the arena even though i'm full of self-doubt and i'm shitting myself and i'm like oh my god it feels so uncomfortable or like imposter syndrome comes up like even in those moments i remind myself of like you're growing right now just keep going mm. like this is what is my strength is that i just keep on going that's what i was talking about like my drive in school, I was never the most talented. I was never the most intelligent or the most beautiful, whatever. But I always had drive. And I was like, I, I want this. I'm claiming this because I want to, not because I have to, because I want to live a life that's so fulfilled and meaningful and delicious and juicy and sexy. Mm. I want that for myself. Mm. And I also now want to create that for other people, showing that it is possible. So yeah, astrology is one of the ways, but I also work with manifestation principles and yeah. EFT tapping and brat work. And like, well, that's what I meant. But like, I'm such a multidimensional woman. It's yeah. not just the one thing show. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I find this really, really interesting. And as you were speaking, you know, and I want to be authentic um, as much as I can here, is as you were speaking, I was imagining that, hmm, what would that like be for me? And immediately there was a resistance to what's coming up. And I was like, nah, I'm not mm. gonna, I'm not gonna give my sort of my control uh, to what the stars and planets mm -hmm. tell me, you know, what I should be doing, sort of like. So I'm curious mm. if we take out the spirituality just for a moment and just look mm. at the factors that make a business more successful sort of your ability to make decisions your ability to be present when you're connecting with people so that they feel they can trust you they can open up their network to you they maybe want to work with you and also in sort of one of another metric that i look at is how how's your performance so you know you put out three tasks per day five tasks per day you're getting them done I'm curious, what have you noticed as you have been integrating this? How have these things shifted in your life? 
So just to summarize your question in one sentence. So just to focus on like, how did it change my life or like help my life? Um, do you mean like with astrology or without astrology? Yeah, you're, this is the strategy that you're implementing, right? Combined yeah. business and spirituality, you're creating sort of an aligned path. And I'm wondering if we look at sort of the, the impact that it creates on your ability to make decisions, on your ability to be present oh, yeah. with people, uh, on your ability yeah, to show up and be focused on the task. How, do, how does that impact this? Mm, no, definitely. It, it just helps me to surrender and to let go of control. Because just like you, I like to be in control because mm. it brings me safety. Right. So I hear you also saying like, oh, I wouldn't want to like give away control to something, you know, that it's outside of me to the stars, yeah. to the cosmos. But what if I told you that it can actually empower you and reassure you and give you acceptance and understanding and, you know, helps you to get to a state of surrender? Because from there, like we cannot manifest from a state of contraction. <laughs> we can manifest abundance from a state of surrender and trust right so obviously this is the first step is like you know having trust in the the universe but then also every day taking aligned action right so like what am i going to do on a daily basis that gets me closer to my goals right it's not yeah. just by self-pleasuring <laughs> through my orgasms that i'm going to manifest it's one of the tools for sure mm. um no but it's like really about like okay getting clarity about what it is that i want what is it that turns me on that i desire and then each and every single day i'll make sure that i'm doing something from my to-do list that will bring me closer to that and like how i usually work with it is like three mvps so the most important things that i need to do for that day because otherwise my to-do list is never ending it's like 200 things on there and it actually overwhelms me and brings me into a state of freeze and then i procrastinate like a lot of people do so that doesn't help me that doesn't support me so i, I came up with a system and was like okay what are the three main things that really need to get done today that will make me help like move the needle for my future right so it's also about like yeah. inspired action um also like when i when i don't feel like it like i'll take a day off like i won't force myself to record a podcast or to show up or whatever and before a big launch for example i'll make sure like the two days before that i will really nourish myself with like food i will like isolate myself just because i want to be in my own energy I'm not going to parties or I'm not going to be engaging with other people or not consuming on the internet or like on social media because that takes me in a state sometimes of comparison and that's very disempowering. Mm. So like I'll make sure that I'm like showing up as or like just being in my best self and like feeling feeling really good about myself by doing these self-care practices and then from there I'll launch. Yeah, does that answer your question? Yes, and I think that's, you know, that's quite quite intriguing what you just shared about you know and i'm going to bring back sort of what you mentioned earlier in terms of aligning the masculine and the the feminine energies and, and for me that's like you know the one is go 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 the other one is nurture rest is 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 recover is heal is being with something and i really i really appreciate what you just said about when you are really not feeling something you have no problem canceling it and then you know taking time to nurture yourself and i have never heard that 
that people actually and go up and cancel things and say, okay, what, you know, or I'm not going to force myself to be on social media and produce something if I'm not truly aligned with it, because people can tell, people can really tell that I'm not in it, they're not feeling yeah. it. And I think yeah. that's a, and you also brought into perspective how that's actually helping your business grow. So I think it's, yeah. a, it's a great lesson for, for all of us to take away because that's one thing that I'm doing with the clients that I work with, even though on the outside, they come to me because they want more of the hustle, more of the money, more focus, you know, less time. Mm -hmm. What they really need comes to the feminine and that is to the nurturing and being with parts. So I really appreciate that. And mm -hmm. I'm also curious to hear, because you authentically stated that, you know, you are, uh, you still deal with self-doubt. So I'm curious, mm -hmm. when the doubt arises in any given moment, how do you approach that to get back into uh, feeling confident? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that question. So it was even like this past week, I just launched a new offering, which is um, a challenge. It's a tantra challenge, which is called 21 Days of Ecstatic Bliss. And I've been sitting on this offering for the past three months. Like it's mm. been ready for the past three months. And I was like, why am I not putting it out there? Like, why do I feel so much resistance, right? And cause there's, there's a side of me that's like very fearful. Cause I'm like, oh, this is a new offering. And I don't know how like people are gonna respond. Is this gonna work? And like, is this aligned with like what I'm, what I'm doing? Cause I'm like a mania astrologer. And like, you know, all of these self doubts came up and yeah, I was limiting myself. I was actually also self-sabotaging, right? So I just became aware of it. And I was just trying to be gentle with myself, to be honest, and have compassion of like, okay, there's a reason why I feel this resistance. Like, just lean into that. Like, what unfulfilled needs are there? And mm. then if I go a little bit deeper, and that there's an unfulfilled need for recognition. There's an unfulfilled need for self-acceptance for self-love, for self-recognition, right? So then I'm like, okay, how can I fulfill these needs? What can I do that it lies within my control and in my power um, to do something about it, right? So yeah, then I'll just give them a voice, listen to them, mm. not like sweep them under the rug and pretend that they're not there, but just loving them, be kind to them, you know, speaking to it like it's a friend or like I would talk to a friend. But then eventually when I have passed that and like when I've done my EFT tapping, which I mentioned that really helped breath work as well. Um, and then I'm just like, okay, I've moved through all of this. Now let's fucking go. Let's show mm. up. Like I have literally no excuse right now to not do this. Like this is literally the thing that makes me so stoked and happy. I acknowledge that the resistance is there and it's okay but I'm still going to step in the arena and do it anyways. Yeah. So that takes a lot of courage, even though I'm like, oh my God, I feel so not capable to do this mm. or like, yeah, you know, mm. but every time imposter syndrome comes up, I'm just like, oh, this is beautiful. It's a sign that I'm growing. And I love growth. Growth is like one of my biggest values in life. Yeah. So let's go. Yeah. So yeah, now I'm doing it. I'm just showing up. I'm sharing valuable content. I'm promoting about it to everyone I know. I'm like, hey, you should do my challenge. I think it will be a lot of fun. Here's the link. And then people are like, oh my God, so cool. Yeah, let's do it. So 
Yeah, <laughs> this is something that I recently struggled with. Mm. Is this helpful? Yeah, very much. And, and, and it speaks also into the kind of mentality that I bring forward. And, you know, if I distill what you're saying is, first of all, it's about becoming aware of the doubt. It's about even recognizing that there is doubt <clears throat> happening in, in the back of your mind. And then second, you know, I really like that you're saying giving a vo giving that a voice to that, letting it be heard, you know, sort of like checking in with yourself, what need is not being fulfilled right now? Because oftentimes the, the doubt that arises is a reflection of, hey, you've not been really taking care of something within yourself. And I like that you are bringing forward also the idea that you are the one who's responsible for fulfilling those needs. Because I see a lot of times people, and I've done that myself, um, is where we externalize the, the needs, where we're like, oh, you know, I'm not feeling validated. So let me go to my partner. Let me go to my friend. Let me go to my business uh, partner and, and say, hey, come on, give me some praise. Give me some praise. And if they don't do it, then I will secretly resent them for it. So I like that you're taking responsibility in that. And then lastly, when you're through with all of that, you're like, hey, I'm aware of it all. And now I know this is something that's important to me to go through because growth is such an important value to me. And I'm going to push through and I'm going to go make it happen. So I really appreciate that. And mm -hmm. because I find that it's a perfect balance of the masculine and feminine energies. Because you're not, you're not just saying, okay, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to nurture, 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 nurture. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's like you're combining them and you're then moving forward to another level of growth. So I think it's a very practical way, I find, on how also somebody can understand on how the spiritual world can really translate into practical steps that can help you show up more powerfully each and every day. And yeah. I want to ask you this, Kato, where do you see the world of business and spirituality merging, right? What do you see happening in the, in the future? Where are we going and, and how are we combining both of these worlds? Mm, yeah, I love that question. I hope it will evolve further into the this understanding of the, the both the dynamics of the masculine and feminine energy that you know is like inherently connected in business like when people understand this more then they can avoid burnouts for example because if you're operating too much from your masculine like you and i <laughs> like it's about awareness of like okay how can i integrate the feminine more into my daily practices and like how i show up in my business right how can i trust and surrender and soften in my heart even more mm. So I hope like this is my aspiration for the future for business is that um, there's more an emphasis on that. But then also like there's this old paradigm where they say like, I have to see it to believe it. Whereas I'm like, no, let's shift that into a mm. new paradigm. It's like I have to see, uh, believe it to see it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That last Sorry. one that you just shared, I want to zoom in on the one. To me, I my nature is I'm a skeptical person, I would say. Mm -hmm. And so I, I try to look at one, one thing from different angles, right? So what you just said about, you know, the world operates on the, on the paradigm, the mindset of I will believe it when I see it. 
Otherwise, it's not there. It's non-existence. Go, go away. To me. Go away from me. And for me, I like to also bring it into this perspective of how does the brain even operate? How does the mind operate? And there is, you know, what, what I've learned is called the reticular activating system, the ROS, which essentially, if you don't believe something, it's impossible for you to see it, even if it's actually there. Like if you, if you are convinced that you are a stupid, uh, incapable person, then your mind will literally block out the parts of you that prove the opposite to be true. Or even, you know, maybe you've experienced this, but I certainly have done this many times with my, uh, with my partner where I asked her, it's like, Hey babe, you know, uh, where's this thing? Like it's usually something to eat right, in the fridge. It's like, where is this? And she's like, it's in the fridge. I'm like, no, it's not in the fridge. She's like, it's in the fridge. And I'm like, no, it's not there. So I'm like, no, 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 no. And then she comes around. She's like, there, there it is right in front of your nose. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it's like the story that I was telling myself was like, no, it's not there. So it's, and I know it to be rightly so that it's not there would literally make me blind to see it, right? It would literally make me blind to see the opportunities, would literally make me yeah. blind to see the beauty, the magnificence, the, the amazing parts of who I am. And so I really love what you bring forward that is that we're shifting towards believing it and then you will see it. Yeah, no, 100%. And like one of my favorite people is Joe Dispenza. Yes, you know, he's my homie. He doesn't know I that I exist, but he's my <laughs> homie, you know, <laughs> like I love his work so much because he's the bridge between science and spirituality. Mm -hmm. And I've got a background in science. You know, I studied it at university and then I figured out like, OK, this is actually not my truths. I'm not saying that I'm denying it, obviously not. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, OK, it has got to be more. And that's when right. I moved more towards like spirituality and I don't even like to use the word spirituality because it sounds so woo-woo. I like to use the word personal growth. It's just mm. like I want to become a better version of myself, right? So, yeah, I feel like the truth lies in between those two worlds. There's not one big truth out there. It's like just find what works for you. And if that is to use science, then I will like wholeheartedly respect you for that. We can still be homies, you right. know, regardless of like what your opinion is or your belief system. Um, so yeah, if people haven't heard of him before, um, there's a really great documentary and also his book on Gaia.com. It's it's called Becoming Supernatural. Mm. Uh, it's just so good. And he explains it, uh, how it all works. And it really ties in so beautifully into like what you just shared. Yeah, yeah. And to that point, he, he he got really well known for the approach to looking at the placebo and the nocebo effect. And the book that mm -hmm. you brought up, I, I highly recommend it to anyone. It's a great book. And I have a personal story that confirms that. Right? I went to, I once had a slip disc when I was 21 and I was in excruciating pain for one and a half years and I couldn't do any more workouts. My whole identity crumbled because I was very tied to being this like this this athletic kind of persona and i went to four or five different doctors they all did something else they all prescribed me something else until the last one of them put me into an mri scan and said well we're, we will have to perform surgery on your back and i'm like are you fucking crazy 
I'm 21, bro. I'm not going to let you cut off my back. So that was for me the shift. And then I started diving into the world of, you know, how emotions actually can make you sick or healthy, right? Both of both ways. And for me, I worked a lot on releasing shame and guilt, specifically shame and mm -hmm. guilt. And yeah. within a couple weeks, what I have been struggling with for years almost vanished. And it was incredible. And I was like, how is this, how is this possible? Right? It's like here's someone that is struggling so much with pain and has looked for all the standardized solutions that you get out there, but all of a sudden you tap into this and you start healing. And my health ever since then has been very, very, very good with like, you know, small experiences mm -hmm. that, that, that were not so pleasurable, but overall it's astronomically better since that day. Yeah. That's so powerful. I love that. Tell me when you think of this work that someone like Dr. Joe does, and you also, and you know, how do you see this being being brought into society? Because you mentioned earlier at the beginning of the podcast that you, you know, you want to take a stand for changing education. And I, I agree. And I'm very curious, you know, if you could, if you could change something in the school system, what would it be? Mm, <laughs> this is great. So because I'm someone who has walked this road of traditional education. Mm. After I left school, I was like, what on earth did I just learn? What do I remember from all of this? Right? <laughs> like what they teach you in school is that yeah. there's only one right answer. There's only one truth. Whereas like when you leave school and when you're in society, like you figure out like, no, there's not just one route. There's like multiple routes that you can take. There's multiple answers, right? Yeah. And also like what they teach you in school is like you cannot collaborate. You have to do everything by yourself, right? You cannot cheat and like look on someone else's piece of paper. You have to do everything <laughs> yourself. Whereas like in live, it's all about collaboration. Right. It's all about like you and I co-creating and looking right. at, for solutions together right? Teamwork is so essential. And then, you know, like these are a few things, but what I'm also thinking of is like, I would love it if we learned conscious communication at a, like an early age mm. in school, but also, you know, like how to regulate our nervous system, breath work, yoga, meditation. It doesn't have to be a lot. Like, I'm not saying that I'm against the whole educational system. I'm just saying, like, there's a few things missing here that are actually very essential to be in a human being and to be in adults. So why can't we add that on onto like the curriculum and make it even better? So th this is also like what I wholeheartedly believe is like if we get a better education that is not only focus on the rational side of my brain, but also on the emotional side of my brain that, you know, that I live in a society that celebrates that part of my brain even more that I'm able to speak with compassion and empathy towards other people, but mostly towards myself. And I'm not constantly beating myself up because these are the clients that are coming to you and I, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what if we can avoid all of this? I mean, it wouldn't be great for our business model. <laughs> <laughs> Let's scrap that. I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> Edited, take it out. She didn't say this. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But like, like, I really believe that there would be less war in the world. So there would be less suffering, less pain, 
there would be more compassion, more love, more collaboration, more celebration. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, these are a few things, but I'm also thinking of like Tantra, for example. And Tantra isn't like woo-woo. What I'm basically trying to say is like, how can we learn the art of lovemaking? Whereas like, where do we learn about sex now? Through porn, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's such a distorted view of what sexuality really is. Like, I want it to be something sacred, more beautiful, more, you know, that is like fun and pleasurable and that we're wholeheartedly claiming that because that's also part of our birthrights. So, yeah, having like all of these different lectures, like I dream of a world of that. I would love to live in a world, in a society that has an educational system like that. I would love to send my own children one day to that type of school. Yeah. It's conscious parenting, conscious education. Oh, there's so much I want to change about this world. <laughs> I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. And, you know, especially I really appreciate what you said about teaching children a way for them to, first of all, have a greater awareness of their emotional part and also celebrating that, not just the awareness of it, but celebrating it. Because I find that still today, and this is something that I still ch- am challenged with, my deeper emotions, the, the sadness, the anger, the grief, the, the depression, all of those things, that's not something that I easily tap into and openly uh, demonstrate and vulnerably share. And I find that there's still remnants of this idea that, you know, oh, that makes you weak. Don't show that. And so I think bringing that to children and showing them, hey, great. No, it's amazing that you just expressed yourself and, 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 sh- and shared how you really feel about the situation or this person or about yourself. So I think it's really, really important. And for the with an awareness of time, I, I want to ask you two more questions because I'm really curious how you're going to answer them. First question would be, since especially growth is such an important value to you, is if Kato could take a pill that would allow her to 10x any given area of her life, what would it be and why? Any area of my life? Yes. Um... Oh, that's such a good question. I mean, first thing that comes to mind is like my relationships. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I'm so obsessed with conscious relating and communication and tantra because it comes from my own suffering and from my own pain and trauma as well. So it started with like wanting to heal myself, right? Yeah. And I'm still on that journey of healing myself. I don't think anyone is like a relationship expert. Like we're all just like trying to figure it out. Right. (laughs) Um, So I hope that like in my pursuit of, you know, understanding how conscious relating works and how I can relate more consciously towards myself on this journey, I'm hoping to inspire other people of showing them like, hey, this is also a way of relating that might be you know suitable for you or like might help you find deeper connection and depth and intimacy with your loved ones so it's like i'm not like putting myself on a pedestal and be like hey i got it figured out i know what to do 
it's more like, hey, this is what I've learned and maybe this can inspire you mm. in your relationships as well. So right now I could be upset because I don't have my king in my life. Mm. Um, but when I look at my astrology and my transits again, it makes complete sense that my king hasn't shown up yet because it's just not the right timing. Mm. So this year has been all about growth. Um, my income and maximizing that and growing my business and yeah. there's a lot of like themes around that that were showing up this year but the next year will be completely different theme and energy so I just have patience and I'm like I can I'm going to take responsibility to show up as my best self because that will attract a vibrational match to my frequency and then my king will show up yeah. instead of like being the victim and be like oh poor me look at mm. me like <laughs> mm. this is not working out like why 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 is it not working out for me it's like well it's just not the right timing make the most of like what is happening right now what is in front of you and yeah have trust and surrender mm. i love that and you sort of bring forward the mindset of a lot of people say, hey, I want, you know, I want to be in a relationship with my ideal man, woman or whatever, you know, you're looking for. And then you're like, oh, fuck, it's not happening. You know, why is this not happening? And then you're saying, yeah. you know, I asked God or, or God for my perfect partner and God gave me patience. And you're like, okay, <laughs> let me take in patience because patience is a really important virtue to cultivate in a relationship patience with the other person saying hey the other person isn't maybe at that conclusion where you're at maybe isn't on the level of consciousness where you're at you know but you love the person so you can have patience with the person or you're communicating something that you wish you know is more important and then the other person isn't maybe in instantly going oh yeah of course so it requires patience so i think that's a beautiful answer yeah. and i have one more question which ties into your strong foundation for growth and that is if you could spend an hour of your time with any person in this world dead or alive who would it be and why well <laughs> depends on like what level sexually i would love to be <laughs> with jason mamao <laughs> oh, okay i want to hit him up i know him actually yo, yo bro <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like if, if we're talking about the physical aspect of like my dream and like he's exactly what I'm calling and he's like so like primal and like masculine and mm. muscular and raw and I'm like, oh my God, yes, please ravish me all day, every day. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's actually uh, intellectually just with my mom. Mm. My mom is the best mom. I've ever, yeah, it's just she's incredible. I'm like a mini version of her. So like we're very similar and like she's the woman that I aspire to be, to become like her level of authenticity, of integrity, of yeah, just like how she shows up and like the level of wisdom and depth that she has. It's amazing. Like she's truly, she's been my mentor my whole life. Yeah, so I can never like get bored of my mom. We like when I'm spending time in Belgium, which isn't a lot, but I'm literally 24 seven with her. Like I would even want to sleep with her in the same bedroom just that I, I could be with her. Mm. She snores, so we can't do that. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, yeah, no, my mom is, is definitely one of the persons. Mm. Yeah, that's a beautiful answer. I really appreciate the answer because 
most of the answers I get are from like people like Jesus, Gandhi, you know, Tony Robbins, you know, mm-hmm. many of those very very powerful leaders in in world yeah. history and I really appreciate But my it. mom is that. My mom is God mm-hmm. to me. She's my goddess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. She's got my back no matter like when I fuck up or like when something goes wrong. Like obviously she won't say like oh like it's fine or like she won't sugarcoat it but mm-hmm. she will be real with me but she'll yeah. be there for me yeah. yeah 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 that's an amazing connection that you have and i celebrate that and and you know kato it's been wonderful having you on the show and i want to ask you because you mentioned earlier something to me that you have a gift for people on uh, the listening to to this point so i'm curious what is that gift and how can people find it oh yes yeah. so i have a few little cute gifts um which you can find also uh so my instagram is at cat caitlin so come hang out with me on the gram uh, come say hi and um in my link and bio you can find like all of my different gifts but um yeah i shared a link with you as well like you can find an astrological cheat sheet or there's a, a mini self-love or like you know how you find your purpose uh, and yeah that's basically it i think mm. or was there anything else amazing that's i think that's more no, that's than it. more than enough uh, it's very very uh very beautiful of you to share this with the audience and you know i will be sure to post how people could connect with you on Instagram um, and also where to find your gift in the show notes. And um, yeah, any last words for somebody that is still listening to this point of the interview? Mm, any last words? Yeah, so when it comes to business, just maybe one more thing that I want to share is that I remind myself on a daily basis is that like the more fun I have in my business, the more money I will make yes yeah and that has been so powerful i'm like oh yeah i get to do this i don't have to do this i don't need to do this i get to do this because it's fun you know like my leo energy which is all about creativity and self-expression and my leadership like i get to live that mm. yeah i love so that. it takes away the pressure <laughs> it does I, I think that's a beautiful note to end uh kato thank you so much for being on the show and thank you for listening to The Self-Doubt Solution with yours truly, Mario Lanzarotti, The Freedom Architect. And I look forward to having you back on the next show. Thank you so much. Bye.